from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Chris. You know what that beat means? That beat means you're back at the Big Blue Roundtable on another Thursday previewing another Giants game. That's what we do. It's your boy, Chris. We got some heavy hitters on the line tonight. They're going to entertain you. If you want to join, it's 929-477-4171, 929-477-4171. This is the Week 13 preview versus the Washington Commanders. I got to get used to saying Washington Commanders. I know I'm slow at it, just like I'm slow at bringing my bag to the grocery store these days. But we're going we're gonna to do some a little something different. We're going to go a little bit more in depth in this game. Sometimes we bounce around because we're very emotional fans, but this time we let's, let's just get a little bit more introspective and see, you know, in our scouting, see what we're up against this time. The, uh, the commanders are surging, and we are – I don't know what we are. We'll figure it out. But we're both in the playoff hunt. That's for sure. In fact, all four teams in the NFC East are in the playoff hunt. And this season right now is heading into the home stretch, and we got to play this team twice in the next three weeks, twice in the next three weeks, and starting Sunday at MetLife Met Stadium. The, um, again, 929-477-4171 is our number. Uh, this is the Bleed Blue Show. As you know, we've got other things here. We've got the state stakeholder classic episodes. You know, featuring some of your favorite sports. <laughs> Can't even talk. Your favorite great stories of the sports fans that sound off over here on the Bleed Blue Show. We got a Zoom. We've got um, video clips and everything. We're still reviewing that, but you know, we're just we're always upgrading the Bleed Blue Show video clips and. The, um, reviews to be highlighted on um, the Facebook fan page of Bleed Blue Show. And, of course, the Knicks, the Rangers, and everybody else. But I'll tell you about them later on. Right now, we're going to just try to swing into it so you can see what, what we do here if you've never listened to us before. 929-477-4171. This is the Bleed Blue Roundtable Preview, Week 13, versus the Washington Commanders. And we've got some real interesting folks here. we got people like Dre Graham, the Lady Blue, and Big O, and Brian from the Big Blue Huddle and Carl from the C Notes. But we're going to start off with the Big Azul, the moderator of the Bleed Blue Show, all, actually all of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just uh, kick us off and lead us to. Oh, and I gotta tell you, I'll tell you later on about our pickums and I'll tell you about our, our leaderboard so, and all of that kind of stuff. But we want to swing right into this preview, the scouting preview against the uh, Washington Commanders coming up on Sunday. Azul is in the house. Azul, what's up, sir? Hey, what's going on? This is a big game this week. It's probably like a pseudo-playoff game because the the division is so competitive. Um, As you already know, we're kind of not going in the right direction right now, and the team that we're going to be facing arguably is playing very well, ugly football. I love winning ugly football, and they're doing that right now. We'll talk about that. But, um, Chris, that Thanksgiving game, how – how long did you keep your food down in your system before you started throwing uh, up in that Dallas game? Well, that was interesting because I was surrounded by Dallas Cowboy fans when I did it. What? <laughs> but, yes, but they were, and, and a lot of them were in my family. But they, you know what? Truth be told, oh, they were kind. And, and let me tell you, 
not because of they were intimidated by me or anything, but because they see some glaring mistakes in their armor. That was pretty interesting too to see, which which is part of the inspiration for what we're doing tonight, Steve. Because you know they were kind enough, all of them, seven, eight of them, or something like that. They were kind enough to say, "Oh man, just give it to Paula, just give it to Paula." Or Zeke is shot, or "Hey man, five years ago, you did um, Zach would have Zach would have made that that throw, but he can't do that anymore. He better he better settle for the sideline." He, they were being very super critical and going into the scouting process of their team as they were whipping our ass. And I thought that was cool. You know, I thought it was. Everybody loves Saquon. So, he, so I don't know if you guys notice, everybody on, on the line notices, but whenever you go to another stadium or anything, everybody just loves him. They're not going to say anything really critical about him. But And, and it was the same that, that night. But the truth of the matter was, Steve, it was very, very surprisingly kind of sober with these guys. So, yeah, I, I, would, I appreciated that because I probably would have came out to win. <laughs> but I, I didn't. I didn't. So, wait a minute, man. Forget about me. That's my little – I want to get into you right now, man, and what you think about this game coming up, man. Thanksgiving is over. The turkey is gone. Hopefully, your, your, your relatives have left the table. And right now, we got to get serious. Like I said, we're in the swing of things. we got to see this team who is surging, by the way, yeah, they are. They're on a roll. And let me, and let me tell you, Taylor well. Heineke, man, once he came in, he I think he should have been there the entire time, okay, because they've won three straight and six out of seven ever since he's been there. And they they look energized. And I want you to just go ahead and get into that that aspect of it. In terms oh, of, no, no, no. no. Let's, no we'll, we'll, let's get everybody on. And you can put me on for three minutes for that. You know, I can knock that out in three minutes. Oh, you want you want to meet everybody on the Bleed Blue show, everyone? Yeah, let's meet them. I have no idea who's in here. Let's talk to everybody. Let's let's go down the line. Let's go with the C notes. What's up? What's up? What's yet? Where's Carl at? Hey, Carl. What's going on, sir? Good. Good evening, gentlemen. Happy. Well, Thanksgiving's over now, so I guess it's now Happy Holidays. I have to say. Happy. And uh, we have reached December. And there is a real ass Giants game on Sunday, which we have not said in years. Uh, and it is yeah. the biggest okay. one because if they don't win this one, um, let's just say the rest of the way is going to be tricky. Tricky? You're being so kind. <laughs> You're being so kind. I still, I'm looking here and I'm looking at two games against the Commanders and two games against the Eagles still on the slate. So. You know, I know. Actually, you know, actually, I'm agree- I'm agreeing with you, but I like the way you use that word because I wouldn't have come up with that. So I appreciate you. I really do. I really do see notes. I don't even know if I would have said that. I would have said difficult. <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, listen, stand by because we have to hear your perspective. You know that, Brian, big blue huddle himself. What's going on, sir? Dr. Chris, how are we doing? Steve, how are we been? Oh, we're What's good. going on, Brian? What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, yeah, big game this weekend, no question about it. Uh, when was the last time the Giants had a big game in December? It's been, been many years on that. Uh, Washington's uh, been on the roll, and, that, and that's true. Um, but, you know, the Giants, were, you know, they were on a roll earlier in the season. We, we, we knew they weren't going to go, you know, you know, fifteen and one or sixteen and one, excuse me. Um, so they lost a couple of games. Now they got a big home game here. 
Uh, interesting thing with the scheduling is we get a big game with Washington, one really you know, important to win. Then Washington goes on a bye, and then we go to Washington. So that you know this plays you know you know pr- pretty strongly into their hands. But I I, uh, I don't normally make predictions as far as the Giants go, um, other than when we make our picks. But I I'm actually quite co- uh, confident in this oh, game. your prediction, oh. Brian? Wait a minute. Don't make a prediction right now. Are you getting ready to do that? Don't do well, that no, yet. no, I'm, I, no, no. What, what, what I'm saying, Steve, oh. is, is, or, or Chris, is that I am more confident than I've been in a while. I certainly was much more confident than I was in, in uh, when we won in the Dallas. Fair. So, um, so uh, we, we can yeah. get in there a little bit, but uh, it, it's a big game, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, that's Brian, big blue huddle and big hitters corner. Uh oh, peace and blessings are coming our way, and this is the holiday season. Give it up for the big old. What's up, sir? What's up? God bless y'all boys, man. What's good? Peace and blessings. Wow. Peace and blessings. Bruh. Big one coming up. Big well, one coming up. All right, man, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hear what Carl got to say about this one and Brian, man. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I feel a little different about this game just like Brian feels because that Dallas game, man, let's just be honest, bro. Our personnel was depleted. Now we don't have the best of personnel, but when you, when you, I mean, we were playing with a back of the backups. Like yes, we were. It, it was at one point of that game, the game was still close, and we held the ground. Mm-hmm. I just felt like coaching kind of got a, the coaching got away coaching? from. Uh, it's just the coaching just wasn't coaching, right that game. I, I didn't say we was, I didn't say we could win it, but I felt that they could have coached it better. And, and, and it got away from us, man. But um, uh, this week we get a lot of pieces back, man. A lot of pieces back. Um, okay. We should be able to we should be able to compete well in this game, and, and like Steve said, win an ugly game. Because um, this one we must have, man. This is a must have game. That Dallas game, it, it didn't bother me too much because I, I when I came, when I, we came in that game, I was like, it's it's gonna get a point to the in this game that we're gonna we're gonna lose it. We're not going to be able to hold wait, 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 on enough because we don't have the personnel. Right. You're supposed to introduce yourself here, bro, and then later on you got to give us all of that, the, the, the entire perspective. <laughs> we coming back. Right. We coming back. We coming back. Stand by, big old. Stand by. Yep. All right. Yep. Who's out? Dre Graham. How you doing, sir? Say hi to everyone. What's good? What's good, everybody? Dre Graham here. Yeah, not going to really yeah. get into it that much, like, because – you know, like Chris said, we got three minutes. So, Dre Graham, okay. bleed blue. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Got it. <laughs> Dre Graham, everyone. Comparable Lady Blue herself. You got the mic. Happy here. December and Sagittarians rule. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. What a I'm one. glad to be here. I missed everybody. It, it was a long week without talking to everybody. I hope everybody is. Bellies and hearts are full, and then we start talking our game. All right. That's Lady Blue, everyone. All right. And finally, Sean is in the house. What's up, sir? What's going on? What's going on? Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving and all that good stuff. And uh, got this big game coming up, and going to see what we can do. Bleed blue, people. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. All right, as I told everyone at the top, 
Uh, this is the Big Blue Roundtable. This is the preview, week 13 preview versus the Commanders. 929-477-4171 is the number here. Later on, we're going to have our pickums. Uh, and so we won't, in case we're rushed for time, listen to the pickums that you got this week right now. Your pickums will, will be the Chiefs at Bengals, the Jets at Vikings, the Dolphins at Niners, and, of course, the Commanders at, at MetLife with Giants. Let's do it again. Chiefs at Bengals, Jets at Vikings, Dolphins at Niners, and the Commanders at Giants. And our pick-em lead, pick leaderboard, of course, Azul got the inside track, and he's killing everyone. He's got 64 points, followed by Lady Blue with 43. I follow her by one. Carl follows me by one. And then, of course, Sean has his 35, and that's where we are in the pick-em leaderboard. 929-477-4171 is number. You are listening to Bleed Blue Show. Uh, check out on uh, on Wednesday so, and follow Nickelbacker Avenue fan page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the news around the world. All right, Azul. So we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, what we what we expect to see both and both on offense and defense. Uh, we need to. Uh, I wanted to wanted you to go ahead and cherry pick everything that, you know in, in your scouting report upcoming game, and uh, we'll set the tone from you. Here we go. This see, this really I, this really goes what? back to that Monday night game. Washington had in Philadelphia. They showed me a lot in that game. I think a lot of people watched that game because all of us are team, you know, we're fans of the Giants, other teams of the division. So they went in there and punched Philadelphia in the mouth. That was a step in the right direction uh, with that quarterback from Old Dominion. Is it uh, Taylor Heinke? Uh, I I, I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Now, the guy, he plays smart football. He's a very decent game game manager. He'll take some risk. So he'll throw a pick here and there. Sometimes it's a miscue. Sometimes it's a miss uh, uh, read by wide receiver readings. But this is this is what I mean by ugly football. And this is where the Giants should have been excelling all throughout the season. But we got snake bit with injury like Evan Neal, uh, our guards, and so forth. I watched that Houston game as well that following week, uh, deep as far as the the, uh, the the replay of that game. They're winning the matchup, especially at guard. And they got these guards from other teams like Norwell from the Jaguars, uh, Trey Turner from the you know, for the uh, from the Steelers. This is where the game is going to be won on Sunday, and this is where you guys can let me know how our D line is going to attack in the inside at the between the guards. If we don't win that matchup, I say we don't win this game because at the end of the day, they're a possession by a move the chains type of team. We've known what Terry McLaurin for the last several years. He's going to run his usual crossing routes, and I don't know who's going to defend him. So you know he's gonna uh, the quarterback is gonna be looking his way. They're going to run the rock with Brian Robinson hard, uh, the running back from Alabama, uh, and also uh, uh, Antonio Gibson as well. Who I'm surprised that he's kind of taking a step back. But Brian Robinson had played well in two of the last three games. That's their one-two punch. Um, defensive line. I'll probably come back around on the defensive line. Let me just focus on the offense real quick. The offense, they just spread the ball around. Logan Thomas. Uh, and I think Curtis Samuel is going to get like like, like two catches, and one of them is going to be for a touchdown. It seems like the Giants, when they play against teams, 
the, the second or third primary, the, the third receiver in the, uh, the the progressions gets this touchdown against our second or third corner. I expect Curtis Samuel will probably get a touchdown or something like that. They're going to run the rock, and that's, this is why I worry, because I think Washington is dedicated to running the rock 35 to 40 times, and our linebackers have to come up and make plays, and they haven't really done that all year. It's been a big glaring Achilles heel. So I kind of leave that on the table. Um, if you want to look at somebody who could sneak up on us, they got a wide receiver by the name of Jahan Dotson, who's actually a fantastic talent. Um, but I don't, I'm going to let Big O and, and Brian from the Big Headers Corner let me know who we're going to put up as far as these intermediate, intermediate uh, routes right there between the 20s. I think they could do a lot of damage uh, setting up a play action. If they establish the run, they'll get like four, young, four yards, five yards, things of that nature. Uh, but when we come back around, I'll look at the de- defense because the defensive line actually had played well last week versus the Falcons. And like I said, that Houston game was also impressive to me, even though Houston's not really a good team. They went there and they just buried them in the first half up 20 to nothing. So that's where I will leave that. Uh, I actually have a question for Carl. And Carl, my question to you, um, what is the keys for this week's matchup to win against the Commanders? What, what do you fear from the Commanders? This is Carl at um, everyone. Go ahead. Go explosive ahead, plays would be the answer. Um, you know, I'm, the, the sort of general theme I think folks are going to have this coming week is, well, you know, the Giants have to stop the run. Well, the problem with saying that is that the Giants have not really stopped the run all year. Like, I'm, I, was doing, I was in the lab after Thanksgiving. Giants for the whole season are averaging 5.1 yards against the run this year and only two games in which they allowed less than four yards of rush. So saying that the Giants need to stop the run, well, I mean, there's no evidence really to suggest that that's going to happen. So there's this sort of um, thing that's, that's going to play out here where how do the Giants want to play um, Washington? Well, Washington this season has had, in terms of Robinson, the running back who you were talking about earlier, uh, the second most eight-men boxes in the league. If the Giants are going to do that same strategy that has been employed this season against particularly Robinson and probably Gibson as well, I have to check with Gibson's numbers uh, in a second, that is going to set up a situation where there is going to be one-on-one coverage with McLaurin against fill-in-the-blank Giants cornerback who mm-hmm. were not totally sure who that's going to be. And that is not a matchup that the Giants can have. Um, Unfortunately, and you saw that in the game on Thursday, you know, the defensive coordinator who had this exact same beef with Harbaugh last year, which is why he got fired, is still is going to be blitzing, putting guys that are basically street guys at cornerback one on one with some good wide receivers. And if that is going to be the strategy again come Sunday, which I have to believe it's going to be because this has been now at least a two-year pattern of this, Clorin or Samuel are going to have their shot at some point during this game. And if they hit one of those plays, one of these 40, 50, 60-yard plays, that can be the difference uh, in the ball game. So that is something to, to look forward. And then on the other side, you know, um, you know, we're going to have to get into the Saquon thing uh, a little bit um, because 
I, I don't know where exactly this sort of thing is coming from, um, but there's been a thing ever since the Thanksgiving Day game uh, where folks are asking if Saquon is hurt. And I'm not totally sure where that's coming from because if you take a look at his uh, output so far this season, um, he was on pace to rush the ball 341 times as it stands right now, which would be the most carries that any running back has had outside of Derrick Henry, who was on pace for this, uh, he did it two years ago, most of any running back in the last nine years. Uh, Saquon has not had that sort of um, consumption or usage at any point in his career, but he was on pace to just blow past that as recently as this past week. Um, did anybody can, you know, just sort of have a thought that, you know, maybe the Giants are probably overworking this guy and okay. they're getting diminishing returns now because of the fact that he's been overworked for a good part of the season, including against a one-win team giving him the ball 35 times? Ah, you know, that is well, something get- that has to be thought about. And okay. I want to pose that it to Brian. I think Brian's up next, right? All right. Brian. Okay, Brian. Big Brian, blue huddle and big corner. So, so Brian, you know, one of the myths that's been sort of thrown around lately has been that teams have been quote unquote stacking the box to stop Saquon Barkley. But I was looking at the numbers this season, and he is 16th in the NFL in eight men boxes with running backs with at least 100 carries in the last two games. I mean, Dallas has stacked, stacked the box against him uh, in both games, but in the game before that against Detroit. That only happens 6% of the time. Um, is it a very high possibility that Saquon is simply just getting tired? Because the evidence would suggest that teams have not really been stacking the box against them all year, but the diminishing returns are happening right now. Yeah, yeah, Carl, I, I think that he probably is wearing down a little bit. Um, he, uh, there's been rumors of a shoulder injury, but nothing pops up on any of the injury reports. But he has taken a lot of hits. One of the differences between the Giants and Washington right now is they have one two punch of very similar backs. And but there's there's no alternative to Saquon Barkley for, as far as running running the rock real hard. They tried Brightwell, who managed to get himself you know placed on the injury report this week. But you know Bright, Brightwell's not the answer. It, it, you know, and Bright is a you know more of a classic you know, change of pace guy. So I, I think that that very well could be the issue. And I also think that, you know, the, the, the Giants really don't have anybody else as far from a skilled position that opposing defenses have to pay any attention to. You know, the, the wide receivers are, are, are not very good, and Wondell Robinson is now out. And, you know, it, 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 the interesting thing with the Dallas game it, it is, uh, it is in a game where – was screaming to find somebody to an alternative to to running the ball with Barkley. You know, did Kenny Galladay? I don't think even had a target in that game. So it, it's I, I think it was a combination of factors on that. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that he is probably starting to just wear down a little bit, taking a lot of hits. Okay. You have any you have any questions though, Brian? Do you want to you want to pass on a big old? Uh, okay, well, 
one of the points I wanted to make with Washington, yeah, they, they've won six of their last seven, and that started with a, a win over Chicago on Thursday night game. And Carson Wentz, who, by, by the way, is a Prince Harry lookalike, if anybody ever yeah, knows that. He heard his thumb and won on the IR, and they won five under six on the Taylor Heineke. Now, you, the, the easy thing is to say, well, Heineke you know, is a better quarterback. and you know, I, I don't think that that's the case. What happened is Washington changed their offensive style. Yeah, they were throwing a ball 39 times a game on average. They're not doing a 28 uh, under Heineke. They're, they're just you know, pounding the ball. Uh, so, and, by the way, Washington not only leads the league in a time of possession at over 32 minutes, they're at 36-plus in the last three games. So, yeah, they're, they're just, you know, dominating as far as, you know, the, the time of possession goes. Uh, Carl, what would you do other than uh, than running Barkley, which I think is has to be a you know big part of their offense in this game, but it can't be the only part because not, the Giants aren't going to go anywhere if that happens. You know, that's okay. the risky part of this game um, because I, you know, as we saw, you know, in, in the first, we saw in the first two drives last, uh, last Thursday where the Giants came out throwing the ball and then folks were complaining about why they weren't establishing the run early on. The, the, maybe the only solution is in fact to just throw it and just hope that you can get some, some success out of it um, because the other option, as we have seen now, we've seen what three of the last four games where this has happened, where once the Giants have been, sort of been figured out in the first, what, 25 plays that they can't run the ball effectively enough, that basically tells you exactly how the rest of the game is going to go. So the alternative okay. right now is to just throw it and pray. <laughs> That's it. All right. Let me, let me on that note, let me, let me just move around. Shut Clark All right. <laughs> Big O, go ahead and sign in, sir. Then great Jay Graham and Sean after that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Lady Blue, this yard. Okay. Big O. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Then chime in, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing Sean and, 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 and Carl, man. Let me, uh, Brian and, 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 and Sean, man. I, this game here is not Sean, but Carl. Man, uh, the, the Giants, man. I, I just don't, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I, I, I want to say this team. This team um, can win this game, but then, like he just said, if we got to throw the ball this game and pray, we, we, we make some plays. Because let's just be honest, this is a copycat league. Everybody's going to do what these defenses have been doing to us lately, and it's just been shutting the run game down. You know, um, yeah, Barkley has been is, – is, do I see him wearing down? I – this is what he is. He's a running back, man. He's a thoroughbred. So I, I don't think he's I don't if he's not complaining, man. I don't I I think Barkley wants the ball, but he has to understand too that teams are just stacking the box, man, and saying that you're the only weapon that they have. Nobody's afraid of Daniel Jones. Nobody's afraid of our receivers. Um, getting Bellinger back, I think, will help a little bit, you know, because this, this is a tight end. I think that's going to be uh, he's trending in, in upwards. Um, and this uh, other tight end I watched. Uh, against the Dallas game, Kager, um, which uh, uh, this dude got some upside too, man, but I, we just don't have enough to to, to, to kind of like put teams away, man, early. Um, 
man, this is this is this is gonna be a this is the game that's gonna this is gonna determine. I really think is gonna determine our season, man. The rest how our season plays out. Um, that our linebackers are, and you know, I said it earlier, and I'm gonna always say it, man. They're horrible, man. We 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 have horrible linebacker play, man. And with this Gibson guy running the ball, and he's he's been running pretty good. It's going to be a task for us, man. If we we can't control this guy, we can't shut this guy down. This game might get away from us if we're not able to control uh, or stop this run game. Um, and just like I think it was Carl that said, man, or that man Wink last with Wink putting I mean guys from the streets on starters and making them play man and blitzing. I'm like, oh my God, what is he doing? This is not going to work. You know, um, we get a couple. We get it. We get a few uh, cornerbacks back this week, man. But it's it's still not. It's still not going to be enough, man. To to kind to play man and 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 blitz the way he wants to, man. I think we just need to play basic, solid football, man. Mano y mano, pound it out, and 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 hopefully we don't make mistakes, man. Mistakes, penalties. He's wrestling, man. Oh man, that that, and you can. I don't know if y'all can agree with me. That that Dallas game, man. Them refs didn't give us a break. I mean, man, they were calling everything from left to right. So uh, those are things that's been hurting us this year on in our losses, and 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 again, not being able to match up to certain to certain players. Um, this game here is a, is a, is a winnable game, but again, we 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 can lose it, man. If 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 we don't coach this game the right way. And handle our business in the trenches, man. It's it's it's, it's just plain and simple. Let me. Okay. So um. All right. Man, I just I'm just right now, man. I'm just I just, I just got my uh, my my rosary beads, man. I'm I'm praying, bro. I, I'm not lying, man. We 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 need help. We need help, and um in a bad way. And 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 this game is Sunday, man. And we don't got the help that we need. We just gonna have to, like I said, buckle it up. Play hard-nosed football, man, and hopefully we don't make no mistakes, man, which is going to be hard. But um, we got to win the game in the trenches, man. It's the trenches is going to be the key in this game. Okay. And and Daniel Jones play on this game in this game, man. We need his legs. We need everything in this game in order to pull this game out because you know Heineke is going to play like a bat out of hell, man. He, that energy he brings, man, to that team just changed that team around, man, and, and we need to neutralize that, man, ASAP. All right, that's that's the big O, everyone. Got you. you he has spoken. Oh, oh. All right, I'm gonna oh, move right we, along. Are right. we gonna win the trenches? Oh, are we gonna win the trenches oh, though? Let's let's find out. Let's on find defense, on defense, on defense, we cool. should. On defense, we okay. should. Offense, on the other hand, I don't know, Chris. And then Steve, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I just don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know. I don't want to say it's not going to work, man, because it can. But I just don't know. They got they got a serious front four, man. And I don't know. Yeah. Yep. All right. Dre Graham, said Lady Blue. Go ahead and chime in, bro. Well, yeah. As far as I mean, as far as the the Barkley thing was wrong, is he wearing down? Um, you know, is he not the same Barkley or whatever? I tell you this. I don't really think I, – I think it is a little bit he's wearing down, but that's not the biggest problem. You know, to me the biggest problem is, you know, stack, stacking eight in the box. Because think about it. 
every team that we played didn't do that. And the ones that we did play, except for like three of them, didn't do it the whole game. Okay, Green Bay did it the first half, and we struggled. Then the Grandmasters got together, figured out a game plan second half, and the run game got rolling because everything else got rolling. You know, the play action was hit. Everything was hit in the second half. Okay, the first game that they really did it, that they really did it all game, it seemed, was the Seattle game. We lost. The second game, they did it all game. Detroit, we lost. And then with Dallas, all game, we lost. See what I'm saying? So it was teams that was doing it, but they wasn't sticking to it like Dallas, Detroit, and uh, Seattle. So, yeah, a little bit wear and tear, but, I mean, and you notice that the buzz of Barkley getting wearing down didn't get loud like it is now, the chatter all on social media and between fans and stuff, until after – the Dallas game, the Detroit and Dallas game, because that's two weeks in a row that Barkley didn't even sniff 100 yards. He couldn't even get nowhere near 100 yards. So that's when the chatter started getting really loud. And when's that after? Two teams stacked the box all game. So I would say it's more stacking the box all game than it is him actually wearing down. But, uh, yeah, this game right here, this is this is tricky because – yeah, we, we've we had the Redskins number. Even though this is the same team, it's not the same team. They're the commanders now. See what I'm saying? They're the commanders now, and they have momentum. Now, this Washington team, whether they're the Redskins or the commanders, have I can't even remember the last time they had this much buzz since RG3's rookie year. And they were like – legitimate contenders. People was talking about them going to the playoffs damn near all season. The only reason why they're talking about them going to the playoffs now is because the whole division is playoff bound as of now, and Washington on like a three-game winning streak. So they're hot now, and that's the only reason why they're getting talked about now. But when RG3 was a rookie, it was all, it was all yeah, and for some reason we swept them. Nobody else could sweep them. Everybody else split with them. We was the only team that swept them. But then again, like I said, that was the Redskins. For some reason, we we had their we had their number. And you know this, this Heineke, he he's tricky because this, this is not the first time we played against him. He actually beat us. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before last, but I remember one game he he did actually beat us. Um, we didn't really blitz him, but that's another story. But still, he. This is in his first go around against us. Um, now I don't, I don't know, man. I guess it's, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna have to do with a lot of uh, Daniel. Man, I hate to say it, but Daniel Jones, man, because he, he has to do something. He has to make us a dual threat, you know, with, with his legs, so they can kind of get off of Barkley. And if he does that, you know then the play action and everything else will fall in. We got we to gotta do a lot of, you know, rollout passes because if you notice last week, first half, we had no names except for Slayton, but he was rolling out and we was driving down the field when he was passing the ball. So that, that's why I really don't understand why people come at me and say, oh, well, 
we don't have no receivers, which is why we was running the ball with uh, five five minutes left, down by fifteen. No, they don't. They don't have the uh, the, the confidence in Daniel Jones to throw the ball because the same receiver that is on the field at that time was on the field the first half, and we drove down the field with those same receivers. So I, you know, I don't want to hear all that. But um, yeah, tight end man, I'm it's, hey. I'm 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 worried about that tight end because even if we had all our pieces, tight end is like our Achilles heel, man. It don't matter who it is. Like one of us could suit up and we'll probably get player of the week that week, man. I'm telling you. Our, our, you we, we just can't cover the tight end, man. Seriously, we just can't cover the tight end. It's been like that for for years. Um Yeah, I mean it, I, it, yeah, that's that's. I mean, that that's about it, man. It's it's, it's kind of it's a tricky game, man. Just go out there and win. We blue. It is. We blue. Yeah. Um. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Lady Blue is up. Um. This is a rough one. So let's let's hear what you got to say, Lady in charge. It's a must-win, basically, for us. I mean, at least we're getting Evan Neal back and Tyree Phillips back. So let's see if we can. That you know, we need we need our O line to hold up against Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen. We need to. I mean, we, we need a lot. Everyone else said we need someone who can keep up with Terry McLaurin and not let him get away from him. We can't leave that big of a cushion because. When I was watching the game Thanksgiving, we left too much of a cushion. You need to jab. You need to get a little closer at the line. But, you know, I kind of knew we were going to lose. I was just thankful we didn't get blown out. But Thibodeau needs to have a good game. If our defense can make Heineke make some mistakes, we might be able to get some turnovers. So, and then yeah. the other big thing is going to be our linebacker. I mean, I think Jalen Smith is going to be up against Brian Robinson. And then we, we just, we need a good, clean game. And yes, every freaking week, we always play against our opponents and we play against the damn referees for some reason. I don't know why the refs have it out for us. I swear to Christ, I don't know. But yeah. they cannot call a clean game at all but with us. I mean, I heard that Ojalary might be returning, which is a good thing. I mean, yeah, we may get a good portion of people back, which is a good thing, but I'm also a little leery because they're also rusty and, you know, I mean, they got to get the cobwebs out for not playing for so long. So, yay, we're getting all these players back, but we need to be a little weary of how good are they actually going to perform because they've been out for so long. So... I mean, yeah. practice is one thing, but when you're out there with the the timing and everything, it's a different story. We just we need to have no mistakes. Special teams, especially, keep them on their side of the field. We need good punts, good kicks. I mean, we we need a mistake-free game. I mean, we really do. I mean, all, not all for all. We are 104 and 70 all time against Washington. I mean, I remember the days when we would sweep their asses. Hell, I remember I actually was living in West Virginia in the early 90s, and they would, the Redskins back then, would all go to a bar 
or a restaurant, and I would come walking in all decked out in my Giants gear, and they'd look at me as when Joe Gibbs was a coach. And I'd get the evilest look, and I'd be like, what? You know we own your ass. And they just would look at me, and just I'd walk away with smiles. <laughs> I mean, but um, we just we, – for us, it's a must-win game this Sunday. No, I mean, and I have a feeling we can do it. If we have all the pieces together, if we're in the right mindset, I mean, we can do it. I mean, the games that we've lost, we really didn't get that blown out. I mean, we really didn't. We had a chance on Thanksgiving, but with all the injuries and everything, I kind of really knew we weren't going to win. But all the betting places were pissed because we covered the 10-point spread. So a lot of people lost money. (laughs) Can I add something to what you said, Lady Blue? Sure. You said we need turnovers. The problem I have with us, when we do get a turnover, we don't capitalize. It's like we get three and out right after the turnover. I am so tired of that, man. It's like you, you, you got to call some plays in order to move this ball. Like you got to do something different. We got a good interception last week by uh, Rodell Williams. And yep. Yeah, that's true. We need the offense to do something, but but like everyone said, they have our number when it comes stack in the box, so it's hard to run unless we can make it happen. And they're covering. I mean, what wide receivers do we really have left? So unless we can get a pick six, I mean, unless mm. our defense can score on the turnovers, then it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I, I agree. We can get all the turnovers we want. One, yes, it'll help us because it'll keep them out of the end zone, but our offense needs to do something with those turnovers to give us more points so we can kick their ass. Right. So, I, I feel you. Trust me, I feel you. All right, all right. That's why so, we all that, drink, because we're Giants fans. That's exactly why. All right. Uh, Sean and Billy Bob. To, to chime in right now, three minutes each, like everyone else. Starting with Sean. Say your piece, bro. Oh, Lady Blue. You're so nice. I do also remember when we used to rule over Washington. But I also remember... I remember them putting a 50-point spot on us. Yeah, I remember them embarrassing us. I remember the bad times, too. Yeah. When was this? They put the most uh, – I want to say 2008. They did. They put a 50 spot on us. Like in the last, what, 30 years, we are like the worst beating besides us getting beat down by the Rams. Yeah, at home, they put a 50 spot on us. Yeah. Embarrassing. Wow. I feel like, of course, we can win this game. I also feel like last Thursday we were in the game. Is Barkley wearing down? Uh, I believe so. Yes, he's human. If you run him that much, of course he's going to wear down. But I also believe that for some reason, because a lot of people talk about Daniel Jones throwing the ball and not being trusted with throwing, but have y'all noticed? He's not even being trusted with running the ball because there's a lot of times that if he would have kept 
the ball instead yep. of handing it off to Barkley, he could have had a lot of real good yards. I think this game he needs to turn into Tim Tebow. Run left, run right, <laughs> pitch here, pitch there. I say if he does that, maybe throw the ball seven, eight times, we win the game. I have a good chance of winning because I just feel like a lot of times if he wouldn't kept the ball, he has a lot of yards. But for some reason, our coach don't want him running that much. Ever since, yeah, ever since he got hurt, the ankle. Yeah, he really hasn't been running that much. He ran a little bit, of course, with Shakir. Well, yeah, Chicago. Ever since that Chicago game, he hasn't been running that much. And we need that for him for out of his game. So yeah, he that quarterback option need to be working real well. So the defense is going to do its thing. It's a divisional game. We always have problems with Washington. It's just one of those. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine is when they beat us fifty to twenty one. Thank you, lady. I know, lady. Go ahead, lady blue. I need to go look it up. We, we beat them 41 nothing in the 90s, too. I believe we beat them 41 nothing in, in the 90s. Yeah. No, 41. 41 nothing. Just like Minnesota. Just like we did. No, it was against them, too, because my neighbor was a Redskins fan, and I was messing with him the whole week. <laughs> Hold on. I got this. Ladies and 1993-41-7. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Don, I got to interrupt, and I got to get Billy Bob in in the conversation here right now. Oh, my bad. Well, yeah, I'm I'm basically done. I think we're going to win the game, and just hopefully Daniel run the ball more. But go ahead, Blee Boo. Y'all do your thing. I'm sorry. Blee Blue. Blee Blue. Billy Bob, get in your feelings. No, I I just want to make it quick, man. All right. As far as the game goes, I think Washington may win in the trenches dealing with Brian Robinson and, you know, uh, the other running back. They probably could put in a, a one-two punch game and uh, take us out that way and work off their play action. But Just like Detroit I'm almost coming to the – Huh? Just like Detroit Say did again? to us? Yeah. Just like Detroit did to us? <laughs> yeah, basically. Get into a one-two punch and just give it to us, just like that. And you almost, we almost got that from uh, Dallas. They almost got to a one-two punch with that game. And it was like, well, we're trying to say, I think as far as our coaches, we got good coaches, but I think the Giants have probably reached a ceiling. And with that being said, because it's just like when it all boils down, what we can say is, is, is Saquon wearing down, that could be an issue, but we got to look at Daniel Jones, man, because I, I just like once I seen that fourth and one, and he couldn't make that one pass to Saquon. It, it, it shows me a lot because you got to understand that that Dallas game, how they just took over that whole second half, and it's like all, all we probably needed was one one play, one play, and I think that was the play for Daniel Jones to make, or vice versa, that Saquon could have caught the ball. I don't know. But it just shows me that, man, listen, I think we had to talk about it because I think we seen it in the Seattle game where we were like, bro, if they shut down, if, if, for the rest of this season, if teams start to shut down our run game, can Daniel Jones carry us? And I know we can sit here and say we don't got no wide receivers, but it's almost getting to the point where I think we might have reached the top of our ceiling. And it's like, killing because 
the teams you gotta understand the teams that we did beat. These are some like these are some teams that are not even that good or going through things, and these are the teams that we capitalize on. And some of these teams don't even have winning records that we beat. So I have to sit there and look at that. Then we're looking at our division where we owe it two in our division. Starting on because that, that, that I was looking at our record, but I was like the thing that really was interesting to me was our divisional game. Like, what's the like really really like this is what we really need to win is our divisional game. I don't care. For, car, I I don't care what our record look like now, but when I looked at our divisional games and all these games are to the towards the back, that hurt, and that's why I think we might have reached our ceiling. And I guess we could just take from the good, down map and just start looking at what they got and go forward from next year. Because right now, I don't know, man. Because it's like it's like you automatically looking like are they going to really franchise tag Saquon? Because we're going to run up to the ground. He's going to be, like, dusty by the time we get back next year. And and then you're just looking at Daniel Jones, man, like, damn, are we really looking like this is our future, man? Because it's just like, once again, if you just look at the Dallas okay. game, it said a lot to me. It just He just really said a lot All to right. me, and, and that's where I see that. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We get ready to do our pickups right now. And hey, hey, Chris, what, what are your thoughts on the game? We didn't hear your thoughts. What's your thoughts? Oh, my thoughts? Well, you know me. I'm, 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 a, I'm an optimist. I, I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy, and I'm a Giants fan. And I pretty much agree that we have a hell of a challenge coming up. On. <laughs> we got an issue. And uh, let me tell you, I'm looking at this injury report right now, and I was taught by this old, old Giants fan back in the 80s that when you look at it, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's did not practice and there's full participation, but always look at limited participation because those are the guys that are really, really going to affect the game. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at Daniel Bellinger, Dane Belton, Gary Brightwell, Carter Coughlin, John Feliciano, Darnay Holmes, Richie James, Fabio, Fabian Moreau, and Leonard Williams, and I'm like, golly, we're going to be gassed by the second quarter. That's what I'm looking at. Is that what I'm, what everybody said a lot tonight, but I'm, my problem is we've just had too many cornerbacks get hurt this year, Steve. I'm sorry. After we cut Bradbury, we, our, our starters, if you remember the first, first game of the season were Dory Jackson and Aaron Robinson. Then he got, Aaron Robinson got lost for the season to a knee injury. Maroque replaced him, and then um, he got hurt with that oblique injury in the same game that Jackson lost his knee. So now you got Cordell Flott and, and Nick McLeod. They started on Thanksgiving. Flott got a concussion. Okay, so now you got Moreau. He's got a chance to come back this week, but Rodarius Williams has to start, and it's just a mess back there. And I think that's going to be exploited. And that's where my attention lies. It's, uh, every every concern that was addressed on this show thus far is legitimate. But when I look at that, I'm like, wow, what a challenge. But, hey, look, <laughs> we got a coach now as opposed to the other year where he's not going to let you look that bad, okay? I can't, I can't – I can be wrong, but I really don't see us, you know, as, as Dre – started off with the 41s and the 49s and the 50 spots, and I think Sean said that. I don't see that happening. It could be. It could be just looking at the aesthetics of this thing, 
but nah, we'll 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 lose with dignity. <laughs> That's what I think we're gonna do. So anyway, so um, look, we we allow twenty two points a game. I mean, 20, yeah, but we allow that for contests. You know, so that's like what? In the middle of the pack somewhere, 14, 15. And um, so, I don't know. I it, it looks like it's really daunting, and it just may be, but I expect us to be professionals and put up a fight. And I, and I can't wait to hear what all you guys got to say about it in this next segment, which is called Pickles. <laughs> so, on that note, Steve, here we go, rocking and rolling. See what we come up with. Like I told you earlier, all of you, Chiefs at Bengals, Jets at Vikings, Dolphins at Niners, and Commanders at Giants. That's Chiefs at Bengals, Jets at Vikings, Dolphins at Niners, and Commanders at Giants. And Azul, you will start it off. Oh, shit. I didn't know you was ready for me. All right, cool. All right. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I was on mute. Uh, Chiefs for four. Oh, shit. Minnesota with a three. Miami with a two. Uh, listen, let's go with a crow game, man. Well, actually, the, actually, I think the Giants are not favored. So this can't be a crow game. So Washington with a one. Oh, shit. I think Washington might be a favorite, right? Two and a half points? Yeah. I think so. We'll... Oh, Carl Zeller. That's it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you're up. All right. Um, you know what? Third time's not gonna be not gonna be the charm for the Chiefs. So give me the Cincinnati with four. Uh, the Jets on the road with three. San Francisco with two. Wow. I actually like Miami personally, but you know I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm wondering about that one, but I'm going to take a risk here. Um, I'm going to say the Giants with one point. Ooh. Okay. All right. Because of um, the <laughs> Okay. All right. Brian, big blue hut. And big hit. Okay. That would be me. The, uh, before I got the 49ers. I think they're going bring, to bring Miami down to earth. Uh, three, the Vikings. Two, the Bengals beat the Chiefs. And then the Giants will beat Washington. All right. Big o. That would be my one. All right. Big O. Yeah, I'm going to go 49ers four. Chiefs three. Jets, too. And, uh, I'm going to be with Steve on this one. I'm going to have to eat crow on this, bro. Uh, Redskins. Redskins won. <laughs> okay. Then the Redskins will definitely lose. That, that's the thing they do. Okay. We're, we're going to go with that. All right. Great <laughs> draft. Great draft. Let me get Chiefs for... Um, Vikings three, or no, Chiefs four, Niners three, Vikings two, and Giants one. Got it. Lady Blue. Four Chiefs, 
two Vikings, three Dolphins, one Giant. And that's why we match so well. That's exactly why. <laughs> I knew she was going to do that. That's like the ninth time. All right. Dre uh, Graham. I'm sorry. Uh, I just did mine. John. Uh, Bengals four, Jets three, Miami two, Giants one. I like that. I like that. I like that. Billy Bob. Minnesota Vikings four. Dolphins three. Uh, who's got the game? Uh, uh, I got Giants. Dolphins and Niners. I say, I say, Vikings at four. Right. Okay, Vikings. Okay, 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 okay. Vikings at four. Dolphins at three. Chiefs at two. Giants at one. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Everybody's good there. Uh, let, let's everybody come around and give me about thirty seconds final thought. I want everybody to chime in on what they really feel about what's going on here. Um, and I'm gonna save Azul for last. So let's let's hit it. Let's go wherever he just went. I don't know where he just went. Okay, but see notes. We're gonna start with you. Final thoughts, sir. You know when, you know when we last chatted, we t- I talked about you know them kind of squeezing as much of the uh, juice out of the orange, and you know, I think that they as to Billy Bob's point, you know that they've sort of maxed out. And we're trying to figure out a way they can steal this game to just kind of stay alive. They're like the boxer that's like trying to hang on in those like last like couple of rounds of a fight. Right. But, you know, right. the legs are kind of shot and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, they can get a second win, but it's going to be hard. Right. Okay. I, I love it. Is that your bleed blue moment? Bleed blue? <laughs> bleed blue. <laughs> bleed blue. See notes. Yes, sir. Ryan, Big Blue Huddle. Yes, Appreciate sir. you, man. 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. Uh, Steve brought this up earlier. He was talking about the interior Washington line. Uh, the, Tyler Larson, their, their uh, center, has been lousy. Andrew Norwell has been mediocre at best. And Trey Turner, the right guard, he, he's uh, right. he got knocked out last week, and he probably won't play this week. So, um I think That's the guys helpful. should control the middle of the line. Uh, the, the tight ends are not very good at all. They're about as good as the Giants. And I, I think that makes them one-dimensional against the Giants. So I, I, I expect as long as we you know, slow down the running game, that this, this should be a, a home win. Check out Brian and a Giants big hitter on Twitter. Big O. Hey, man. I hope this is just one of the games that <laughs> – a no namer like Donnell, uh, Larry Donnell, uh, we had when he had three touchdowns on the Redskins and caught him by surprise, and they they, they could not bounce back. I, they, they, this is the way we're gonna have to beat the Redskins. We got to go all out, man. We 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 got to go for broke. Daniel Jones got to run, he got to throw. Even though if it, you 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 got, you got to do it all this game, man. This is no this is not a game to be conservative. You're gonna have to open up wide up. Even though we I know we don't have the personnel, but you got to play like you do, man, and, and see if it works. Because at this point, 
like like Billy Bob said, we reached our ceiling, man, and we 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 gonna have to do whatever it takes, scratch, bite, kick, whatever, man, to win this game, man. Lee Blue, Lee Blue, thank you so much. Dre Ground. All right, right quick, I want to say something like what Sean mentioned. Okay, yeah, we do need to run Daniel Jones a little bit more. I don't think the coaching staff is scared to run him because they think that he can't run. If you think about it, Daniel Jones is at his best when he runs, but he's also the most injury-prone when he runs. Even though this year he's been protecting himself, but second half of his second year, injured when we depended on him running. Last year, injured the next when we depended on him running. I think they scared that he's going to get injured. That's what that is. And you can't keep him in the pocket because he can get hit and fumble. So we're, like, double-screwed on both of those. So just go in there, um, roll out. I say roll him out more, man, because he looked pretty good rolling out, passing the ball, like I said, first half last week. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Sean, 30 seconds. Um, question. And it probably be for the end of the season. If we don't, if this is me, if we don't win no more games, is this season a failure? My answer is no. We got the assignment okay. this season, and I'm happy for that. I feel like we're gonna win this game. Bleed blue, bleed blue. I love that. Thank you. I I feel the same. Billy Bob, thirty seconds. Okay, real quick. I do see a lot of similarity. When I say similarity, like. Uh, Washington kind of remind me of Detroit a little bit. They're, they're going to play all out for their coach. Like, you can see that running through the wall for their coach, Rivera. And plus they had that little management, their upper end management going through that little situation. So that team is on some other, some other shit right now. So they're coming out there to come play. And and one thing, the only thing I can say that we got in our back pocket, I think the Giants do need to win a divisional game. So that's my only thing that, that that's in our back pocket that he, that that we can use or use that for motivation, at least win a divisional game, beat Washington. But after that, I'm like, bleed blue on this one. All right, bleed blue. That's Philly Bob, everybody. The fantastic and comparable lady blue, 30 seconds. Less mistakes, stop them from scoring, us score more, and kick their ass. Bleed blue. Bleed blue, bleed blue, bleed blue. Uh, You hockey fans, make sure you go ahead and um, listen to some of the – the uh, the Ranger Proud series on, you know, with Facebook, Empire Sports Media, Twitter, Forever Blue Shirts, and the whole nine yards on the Believe Blue Show. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and, of course, all over YouTube as well. Azul, well, oh, by the way, everybody that calls in and those who are listening in, Hey, we'll be here at the end of the game on 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 uh, against Washington on Sunday. So please call in after the game. Well, Azul, uh, final thoughts, sir. Oh, listen, this is a point nobody brought up tonight, or I don't remember. I heard it. Andrew Thomas got humbled in that Dallas game, man. That's kind of almost like no, sure not did. because he's probably going. He went against Micah Parsons, the Defensive Player of the Year. But listen, Montez Sweat has had his way the last several games, too. He's had four sacks in the last three games. Deron Payne had a sack in the Houston game, and Jonathan Allen had two in that Houston game as well. So it really comes down to that. Although Montez Sweat is an excellent player, he's no Michael Parsons, 
hopefully we get a, ba- a bounce back game from uh, Andrew Thomas. Uh, I think a lot of people, I don't think nobody brought that up, but that was bad to watch that shit on Thanksgiving. Um, and another guy to be on the lookout from the commanders, decent linebacker, J- uh, Jamin Davis. He had an excellent game last week. He's going to do a lot of that dirty stuff or clean up tackles when the oh. Allen and Payne, the Alabama boys in the interior, uh, lock up Glowinski or John, John Feliciano. It, it, it really comes down to that. Like big old center. I agree with him. We don't win the trenches. We don't win the game. Now, the only way we probably could overcome winning the game is special teams, Graham Gano kicks, but I mean we're gonna need more than that. So bleed blue, we'll talk about it. See all guys on Twitter between now and Sunday. Come come chop it up with us on Twitter. It's a good conversations with a lot of those fans, and then um, Sunday after the game. Special thanks to Steve Azul, Lady Blue, this is Carl with the C notes, Brian at Big Blue Hitter and the Big Hitters Corner, Big O, Dre Graham, Sean, Billy Bob. Hey man, it is what it is. And we, that's what we do. We just bleed blue. Bleed blue, y'all. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Bleed blue, 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 bleed blue.